Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Finally got Little England back in here with me. He's been gone for a few months, and he lasted about five seconds. So uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we know the rapture's signless. But the second coming has tons of signs. And man, there's so much happening every week. And uh, I trust you had a good Christmas time with your family. Trust you had a great New Year's. I believe 2024 is going to be a very uh, a specific year for details about the coming of the Lord. I think we'll see more things come to pass that show us exactly how close we are. You know, the Bible is pretty amazing that 31% of the Bible is prophecy. Why did the Lord do that? So we'd have a heads up. That's what Jesus said when you see these things come to pass. He didn't say freak out. He said, lift up your heads. Your redemption draws nigh, indicating He wants doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you excited, wants you happy. So... We get into this because for every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, eight times more about the second coming. So very documented. So why would that be a big deal? I hear people all the time, we don't need to talk about the coming of the Lord. Well, uh, it's the most wonderful thing that's going to happen to us ever, and that's to get caught up to be with Him, to be face to face. So there should be expectancy. And with that expectancy, we it makes us steadfast. So the whole purpose about the teaching on the coming of the Lord is to make us steadfast in position, not not wishy-washy, not wavering. But as you see the finish line, I've never seen a person in a race look at the finish line after they've been training and training and training. Oh, I think I'll bail now. No. Uh, when you see the finish line, you accelerate. So all the stuff about the coming of the Lord is not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. So we'll get into more here in a little bit, but let's pick up with what's happened around Israel this week. Man, so much is going on. Obviously, we know with Iran firing, I mean, got the Gaza war still continuing even stronger. Uh, Israel took out one of Hamas's main leaders in Beirut, a huge explosion. So Iran's kind of gone crazy about that. Hamas has gone crazy. Lebanon's gone crazy. Lebanon can still, uh, uh, Hezbollah still firing rockets down at Israel in the north. And Israel's literally going for it in Gaza. So they're even naming people that might rule that after the war is done. But there's a lot of talk of, of, of Syria letting Iran come in to invade Israel from the north, from the Golan. Because, you know, you had the, the, the rebels from Yemen firing missiles at uh, Israel. You had them come over in boats. There were three different boats come over. They were firing on one of the cargo ships in the Red Sea. So America retaliated with a several helicopters and blew those ships up. So Iran decided to uh, answer with they're sending a destroyer into the Red Sea. So people think that's a whole new uh, mission and a whole new thought pattern that's coming up. But this is how bad that Iran's literally wanting to annihilate Israel. Uh, Israel had to go do uh, airstrikes into Aleppo. Now, it's interesting. They were, there were two different uh, commands. It wasn't just two different planes doing an airstrike. There were two different waves of airstrike. This is how important it was. And I believe 14 different leaders uh, of the Iran National Guard got killed. And uh, the whole thing was, though, all that ammo that was coming down from Iran down into Damascus, we know Damascus will be removed from being a city. That that was sent for to go for this uh, upcoming invasion of Syria on the northern parts of the Golan. So Israel's ready for that. But man, you, you got that happening, which is pretty blatant for that to actually come out uh, publicly. I think what was kind of wild too is you had the International Atomic Energy Agency uh, because of the the UN talk about Iran's uh, enriched uranium. They've gone, they've they've accelerated in the last uh, two weeks up to sixty percent, and it's really easy to go from sixty percent to ninety percent, which makes it weapons grade. The thing is, they say, well, it's for peaceful uh, purposes. You can have a nuclear power plant; it's run on three point six 
6%. So they've gone from 3.6% to 60%, which is right at the edge that shoots them forward. And the International Atomic Energy Agency said they have enough enriched uranium for three nuclear bombs. So that tells me if they've got enough uh, enriched uranium for three bombs, Israel's going to have to do whatever it takes to, to protect Israel. Because Iran, the minute they get a, a way to put that on an international, ballistic, international ballistic missile, ICBM, any minute they can do that, they will do that against Israel. So, man, what a weird way to be living, to know that the people around you, all your neighbors want to kill you. And that's the thought pattern that's been. You had a horrible earthquake in Japan this last week, a 7.6 on the Richter scale. The exact same day you had one in California. You've got uh, North Korea talking about we have to have all the means ready so that we can uh, invade and annihilate America. So it's weird to have these leaders of countries that are like set on annihilation of Israel and America. Remember they said we're coming after the Saturday people first and then we're going after the Sunday people next. So that that mindset carries on through uh, all through even up into Turkey. Turkey looks like they rounded up 33 Mossad agents that are for Israel. I think they aren't all Mossad agents for Israel. They just said they were. So you got Turkey on this bent operation to go against Israel. You've got Hamas on this bent organization uh, or uh, set up, really organization set up to wipe Israel out. Same thing with Hezbollah from the north. And then you've got Iran coming in through Syria from the side. So uh, it's exactly like the Bible said you'd see. All these nations want to annihilate Israel. So we, it should tell us how close we are. I heard people go, now all those signs have happened before. No, these nations have all not got into this position before with Russia getting into place along with the other nations as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next. I mean, there's a real pressure on Israel to get rid of Benjamin Netanyahu. I think it's something like 15% of the country wants him in office after this happens. I personally may not know everything about him, but I love how he is going for it with the Hamas war. I know it's scary to talk about people getting killed, but Israel has to do whatever it takes to protect itself. Look at the destiny that's on that nation, that Lucifer would push people to say, hey, we got to kill them, we got to kill them. Same thing when Jesus was there. The crowd said, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. That's exact same spirits there. So we always go back to the Word, though. There's all these signs that are happening every week. Along with the asteroid signs, with the wave signs, you had the waves come in this last week. It's crazy on, on, on the Southern California. So all those different signs like that are amazing. But the Bible's very specific about certain signs about right before the coming of the Lord. Number one, Israel being regathered. Number two, Jerusalem one's back. After that, you've got the Hebrew language restored. Then you've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have all these things that are specific to uh, the coming of the Lord. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. After that, uh, you had fish show up in the Dead Sea. Pretty amazing. Then you had the Dead Sea turn blood red on the Day of Atonement uh, where Sodom and Gomorrah was. That's absolutely crazy. So you have foxes show up on the Temple Mount. So you got all these animals in position. You have 172 different species of predatory birds started showing up in the land. I mean, that's remarkable that you have the cleanup crew for the Ezekiel 38 war. Seven years later, you have the cleanup crew for the Battle of Armageddon. So with all these things in position, it should preach to us that all this stuff is happening right now in our, our time frame. So you have Bishop Malachi that had a, a vision having Israel ruled by two Benjamins right before the coming of the Messiah. You had the, the archway for Baal worship get rebuilt in Palmyra. Uh, that's where uh, the interesting thing is, that's where the Tower of Babel was. And in the Talmud, the Bible says that's the last sign you'll see right before the coming of the Lord. So all these things are major. 
I mean, in the past, people thought, eh, those are just little symptoms, little things that are happening here and here. No, they're, they're major. You have the red heifers, uh, Gideon physician, five different ones. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready to have sacrifices. That should preach to us that along with all these physical signs, you have spiritual signs of, of, of a, a, an awareness to get ready for a spirit of supplication. The Bible says, just like Enoch was caught up like the church, he handed off to Noah. Noah rode through the flood. Elijah caught up, handed off to Elisha. Jesus caught up, handed off to the church. The church will be caught up and will be will hand off to the Jews. So you have all these things in preparation and, and set up for a handoff to them. And I hear people say that's uh, they don't understand that, but that's exactly how you saw it was before with all the other raptures. Well, uh, we're blessed. We get to see all this set up. So there's many more signs. Men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. Sign after sign after sign after sign. And then it goes to signals. You have the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So... All these physical signals, the Bible said the planets would be for signals for us. So not just signs, but then you have the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at the birth of Jesus, Jupiter, king planet, Regulus, a king planet. You had Regulus do retrograde motion. It looks like it's going backwards, but it crowns Jupiter. Uh, it's interesting that the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, said that his reign would be a Jupiterian reign. Uh, kind of interesting. Are you trying to get out there, buddy? Uh, maybe come back there uh, and go the other way. So, so all these things are preaching to us how remarkable it is that we're alive to see these things come to pass. Uh, so how blessed are we? There's many, many more. There's signal after signal. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. We be engaged. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. We're about to see the king. How amazing is it that we're finishing off the church age uh, doing the will of God. Look at your life, how your 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 life is set up to, to be a voice and a witness right here before He comes. So He died for us. God raised Him from the dead, and He's coming back. That's the theme of the New Testament. He, he's alive, and He's coming back. Well, we're going to see the, the, the amazing thing is to go from faith to sight. We're going to see Him as He is, King of kings and Lord of lords. So soon the earth will get to see the manifestation of the glory of the Lord. Uh, through the King of Kings. He's the brightness of the glory of God, the express image of His person. Amazing. The firstborn from the dead, the lily of the valley. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's God. He's Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Soon we'll see Him face to face. Have a blessed week. We'll come back this next week. Who knows what could have happened with Damascus? Who knows what could have happened with Iran? I'm intrigued to hear all this verbiage of them coming in from the north to attack Israel. I believe Israel's ready for it, but I believe we're just watching the beginnings. People say, when's this all going to stop? I think we're watching the beginning of it getting worse and worse and worse all the way up to the coming of the Lord. We're blessed. Thank God we have a promise of uh, being a, a departure called the rapture of the church. So have a blessed week. We'll come back next Wednesday and we'll see what's happening since we're gone. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.